Nerd or not, two fat guys and a skinny guy talk about another fat guy. What's up, Cretans? Welcome back to episode 31 of the Nerd or Not podcast, where we're going to give our opinion on a range of topics, everything and anything under the bright nerd sun, all while promoting fellowship, conversation, and humor every chance we can get. We are the Cretans Guild. I am Jay. That is Bob. Yep. And that is Corey. Welcome. What do you mean humor? There's no humor here. Well, not now. One of us has to be Scrooge. I figure because it's. Oh, December. yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true. okay. That's true. That's true. It's, but it's Christmas, sir. Everything's funny on Christmas. No, now go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Which. That's very different than the script says. Yeah, it's not. That's not something I'd ever expect to come out of Alistair. Uh, whatever. You the there, boy. Is. What day is this? Now go fuck your mother. <laughs> oh God. Oh, shit. I didn't even get a chance to respond, Mister Scrooge. Better yet, let me go do that. My God. I haven't been touched by a woman in over thirty years. Uh, now we now we know why Tiny Tim can't walk. Jesus. Uh, two minutes oh, in, God. and we're already losing it. <laughs> Uh, if you enjoy this type of banter, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> and Facebook. God help you if you do. <laughs> and you can, of course, <laughs> find the show on iTunes, Google Podbean, YouTube, Tout, uh, Vine, oh. Twitch, yeah. um, and if you any enjoy other jovial jokes about service. incest. And, uh... <laughs> <sighs> oh man. Hey, yep. this is us. Uh, and it's give the a, Christmas spirit. <laughs> it is the it, Nothing says Christmas like incest. Yep. We're going <laughs> to... <laughs> uh, Want to give a shout out. I'm sure they're thrilled to have it after what I just said to the writer's bone. <laughs> uh, Daniel Ford and friends are storytellers who love to share the world, their words with the world. Oh, my God. Uh, they hold interviews with the most interesting writers on the internet, film, TV, and in hardbacks. And their most recent interview was with Fief Sutton, uh, who is a writer or producer for shows like New Heart, Cheers, Terriers, Almost Perfect, and News Radio. You can find him at writersbone.com. Now, that's awesome because Terriers is the best single season show ever. Yes. Close. Sorry, sorry Firefly. Wait, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember. If... Mm, ooh, yeah, I can't say that. Kolchak is technically one season. So that's where my loyalties are. Sorry. Terriers is damn good, though. Well, as I've seen one episode of Kolchak in my life, i got to give it to Terriers. Uh, although, Kolchak, damn exciting and damn fun. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a good show. Good show. But uh, Terriers is, um, yeah, Terriers is spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, if, uh, have you heard Have you heard the, the writer's bone? I have. I was listening to that particular episode, and, you know, the episodes are great. They're not... A lot of podcasts, they go on for hours and hours like we sometimes do. No. Sometimes. Sometimes. That's not, that's not uh, a they're, character. They're no, nice pocket-sized interviews. They're great. Uh, I would suggest everybody who has like any kind of writing background or any kind of writing enthusiast in some way to suggest this or, mo- or, walk- or listen to it themselves. Sure. Uh, not a whole lot to talk about today, news-wise. Um, not so much. There's the matter of an Infinity War. Or something or other trailer oh, dropping. Yeah, a the Infinity War trailer was dropped. That? Yes, um, it looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it, there was it was funny because it was a, it was a big bombastic trailer, and I think my favorite thing in it was uh, our first hint at Spider Sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. like like that was that was the thing. I was like, oh, okay, no, this trailer's good. I'm happy. I don't need to watch it anymore. <laughs> there was uh, one thing. 
I was disappointed by one thing. We heard about the the trailer they showed the people at Comic Con or wherever it was that they didn't have in this trailer that I really wanted to see because I didn't get to see the leaked footage of it. It's where Thanos throws a moon at somebody or a planet or something. Wow. Fuck you, Ego, or whoever, or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Living Tribunal, or what? I, I don't know. It's Bob's. Bob's a Celestial Marvel guy. I, I've got yeah. The, the, Living Tribunal's like Manny faces of the spaceways. You know, it's so he he was uh, he was like the cosmic Judge Judy, right? Yeah, he was. There's... <laughs> Except yes. Judge Judy had three faces, and they're all screaming at you. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? What is your problem? Don't piss on me and tell me it's raining. Get out of my courtroom. Did I don't she know, ever say I don't that? Know what voice that was? Uh, that was the name of one of her books, I think, back in like the late '90s or something. That's a hell of a title. I yep. buy that. That's a good it's job, a, Judy. Yep, very uh, Judge Judy grade folksisms right there. Rich with the uh, salt of the earth wisdom. There was that. Um, and speaking of cosmic Marvel, uh, Bob, I don't know if uh, you started watching Agents of Shield that just uh, kicked off this week with a two parter. Uh, I watched the first part. Yes. Yeah, and uh, the second. Oh, I thought they posted both parts on Hulu. They did. I well, I don't have Hulu, but mm-hmm. I I do. DVR it, and I got a chance to watch the first episode. I hadn't watched the second as of yet. All right, yeah. And I was looking at it, and I'm kind of wondering if they're trying to go into like a, a Starlin-esque uh, direction with it, or if they're doing more or less like of a Simonson kind of a thing. That is what I was thinking, because mm-hmm. I was thinking because uh, Inhumans mercifully ended, so maybe there was like <laughs> some kind of... <laughs> Thank you. Boy. I think there was like some kind of connection that they wanted to do, like when they first started writing this episode. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, maybe they want to get like the Inhumans in it some way. Yeah. But I don't think so because they tend to like keep everybody separated. I don't know where they're going with this. So I am interested because last year was really good. Yeah. And this is probably their swan song since they're going to be on Friday nights now. Yeah. And it kind of it seems like they've uh, like last year was a super strong start and it dipped in the middle because Marvel has a real problem with episode counts. I'm starting to get. Yeah, I'm starting to believe. And then it like it finished like, like just that was that was probably the best season they've ever done. Yes, um, easily. And this season's kind of starting off really mellow, although you know the dialogue is good, so I'm kind of a sucker for dialogue still. But it's just very, it's just basically like the fourth season. They finally fucking realize that there's the Marvel universe. And that there's more shit to pick from than just Avengers main, you know? Mm-hmm. So nobody's been touching this other, or one of these, kind of a B-lister, but still prominent characters. So they're like, why the fuck not? I mean, we can do this. And now they're going back to, like, oh, Casillas. I guess he might have been in, like, three issues of Infinity Watch back in 1988. You know, that shit again. Like, who the fuck was Hive, even, from season three? Which I have no idea. That one came out of left field for me. Yeah, which I've... I, I kind of season three admittedly grew on me, but it was still like a nobody, you know. And season four was like, okay, let's go all in. And I kind of thought they'd continue that trend, but now they're just out in space and dealing with essentially nobody. Although the erstwhile twist at the end of the uh, thing was pretty cool, which you haven't seen the second episode yet, so it's a good thing I didn't say that. Anyway, what? yeah, that started. Where's my neuralizer? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the neuralizer toting love magnet. You're gonna have to ask him. It's true. I it's don't true. know where my neuralizer is, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I've lost it. He is um, certified. I'll just yeah. drink myself stupid. There you go. It's a good job. Hey, good mug. Good oh, yeah, mug. the Krakatoa. Krakatoa. That's a good goddamn drink. Mm. Um, other other bits of news. Uh, we saw the costume reveal for Robin from the upcoming Titans live action series, and it looks goddamn fantastic. 
Um, Which I didn't even know they were making. When when was this announced? <laughs> uh, last year. How did how did this fly through my filter? I don't know. All right. Well, <laughs> how the hell did how the hell did I know about a Cloak and Dagger New Warriors and a fucking Runaway series? Then the effing Teen Titans being brought into the Arrowverse. Uh, like, okay, so they're not being brought into the Arrowverse. Oh, as, as far as we know. Okay. Um, oh. So the uh, you know you guys know what the big thing is in Hollywood right now. Everyone gets their own streaming service, right? Mm-hmm. So like Disney's until Disney buys them up. Well, uh, well, we'll get to that next. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, Disney is starting their streaming service, which is where it's rumored that Shield will go after this season. Um, which is, you know, housed on their own private thing. It's a lot cheaper to produce that way. You know, the mm-hmm. revenue stream is direct. You don't have to worry about paying out advertisers or product placement or anything like that, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, around the same time uh, as the Titan series getting announced, uh, DC also announced that they're going to be having a digital streaming service as well which is where all of their shit is going to be living. Hold up. Uh, yep. DC independent of CW Seed or even just a CW app? No Warner Brothers involved? Uh, well, Warner Brothers is involved. Warner Brothers owns them. So some way, shape, or form, Warners, the Warners are involved. Well, I okay. mean, it's just the DC properties, no other Warner Brother IP. Correct. It is just the DC properties. Um, but it will include things like Smallville, like uh, Arrow, Flash, Legends... Um, Batman animated, Batman the animated series, Batman Beyond, Superman, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, all of those weird esoteric cartoons that they've put out, all the shorts, all the Plastic Man shorts that were amazing. Oh um, God, those were so good. <laughs> and and one of the things that they announced was that they're going to be producing live action content for it, and the first thing they're doing is this Titans live action series, hmm. um, which just at first blush that costume is amazing, so that gives me really good hope. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that's rumored about this is this is going to be their all-in-one service. Like, this is their digital content provider. So this is also going to be a case where, you know how Marvel has the Marvel Unlimited subscription service? Where yep. it's, yeah. hey, all of our back issues are digitized. You can read them whenever you want for $10 a month. Uh, oh. The rumor is that's what DC's been working on for the last four years, trying to get this ready. Because they have significantly more content to scan than Marvel does. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, well, that makes sense. Then. Yeah. So, so they're taking anything readable off of comic comicsology. No, they're still gonna they're still gonna do stuff with comicsology. Hmm. But if you okay. want to spend, you know, if you're gonna subscribe to this, not only you're gonna get the video content, you'll be able to read old comics as well. Oh. Which, which is pretty fucking cool. So. Uh, you know, I, I, ideally, when I heard first heard about this, the 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 UI and and game design nerd in me started going, well, okay, well, you've got an episode of Arrow, you can just immediately reference characters in like the rundown as you're going through an app and be oh, like, fuck, like pop up video, exactly like pop up video. Holy you can be shit, like, that's hey, brilliant. who's who's this China White character? Let me tap on that and bring up her first appearance comic and read that. Well, and then I can go back to the show, and then, uh, and then and you can like, go back to the show because you'd be like, well, that's seventies as fuck, and then exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's like that's that's the idea I had in my head. Like that's how oh, that's, I would have designed it. Oh, okay, so but, it's not something that they've talked about doing. It's something that you came up with just now. Just just that bit there was was how I would design it. Were oh. I designing it? I don't know if they're going to do that or not, but that would be smart. Like, yes. see, he's got ideas. Listen, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeff Johns, hire me, please. Um, and you then, just uh, ask you for ten percent. That's all. <laughs> and, and and then hire me to direct all most of your movies because you know it's not like I could do any worse. <laughs> oh. Not to be a dick, but it's not bad. like I could do any worse, really. Please. Wonder, anyway. Wonder Woman was good. <sighs> huh? 
Wonder Woman was good. Okay, alright, yes. Wonder Woman was good. And I had fun with Justice League. Justice League is still... Uh, well, that one went through the ringer. case study, but yeah. That's true. Alright, okay. Well, you're cleaning up your act, DC. I'll let it slide. It's, a, it's a step in the right direction. Yes. You know, and that, that was the other thing it's just like with Justice League. People need to remember that that movie started production before Jeff Johns got on board. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that started right after Batman Superman wrapped and before yeah. Wonder Woman even started production. So... Yeah. Get, patience deep breaths we're gonna be okay everything's all right show yeah. me on the doll where where Zack snyder hurt you um right here <laughs> right fucking here uh is, is then, that where your wallet is <laughs> uh one of the last big things we have to talk about this is something that was rumored for a while we brought up a couple of weeks ago but it looks like it's being fast-tracked again uh disney and talks to buy 21st century fox uh, buying the, the uh, entertainment properties. Uh, that looked like it was dead on the vine, but mm-hmm. uh, people are saying that this is uh, there's a lot of smoke on this now. Mm. And uh, if there's smoke, chances are there's fire here. So Okay, so that's basically everything having to do with Marvel that's over there, X-Universe, whatever, which would be great because now Marvel proper can stop treating that IP like a second-class citizen. Yes, please bring me back my Fantastic Four, you assholes. Yeah, uh, except, you know, don't taint the X-Men like you all tainted Inhumans. I swear to God, this year's got to be a bad year for Jack Kirby fans, except for Thor Ragnarok. Because, like, imagine how... Like, Inhumans is not obscure to comic book people, but if you ever try to explain it to non... Like, like, uh, layman comic book types that know what Iron Man is, that have no idea what this shit is, it's, it's like explaining... You know how difficult it is, all right? Uh-huh. So here's their one shot at like at, at, at mainstream relevance. Miniseries. You no longer get a movie, but it's okay. You'll get 10 episodes, and they're an hour long. And then it's just like an hour long of sitting in a dentist chair while fucking dead squirrels are poured onto your lax just body, sitting there like you can't breathe, and you just smell nothing but decay and filth, and it's like... All of the squirrels are like inhumans while they're dropping on top of you, and that's like it. This is it for me. Yep. So this is so never gonna happen again. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take that analogy a step further because yeah. that's that's awful. But what inhumans really was uh-huh. was you're on the dentist chair. Yeah. You're there for ten hours. Yeah. You're leaning back. Mm-hmm. Over those ten hours, once an hour, the dentist walks in and goes, "Hey, Black Bolt," and walks out. <laughs> and that's it. That's fucking it. It was awful. It was boring. Uh-huh. It wasn't even. There was no dead squirrels. Like that would have at least been like, oh shit, there's some dead squirrels here. Okay, this is somewhat intriguing in a morbid yeah. sense, but sure. <laughs> Where there's dead squirrels, uh-huh. there's probably some kind of rabid squirrel monster. All right, let's go with that. We, we can at least work with it. Yeah. No, this is just your asshole dentist popping in, going, hey, lockjaw, closing the door and leaving, and leaving you alone for an hour, where you're like. They go outside and laugh at you. What What does that mean? Why, why did you just say lockjaw? Why That's... Why are you just Why did you just tap me on the forehead and go Karnak and leave? I don't get it. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is your deal? <clears throat> yeah, and now that means that probably the entire Inhumans thing has been written off. I don't know. They yeah. They 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 managed to kill like my favorite weird ass subgenre of Marvel. They, uh-huh. They've 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 both murdered Quicksilver. And they've murdered the Inhumans. Ugh. At least Quicksilver died a hero. The Inhumans died a shitty-ass miniseries on ABC. Yeah. And we're never going to get to see Lockjaw on the big screen. Nope. Uh. I, I never thought about that. If Disney does acquire Fox and they get the rights to the X-Men, what are they going to do with Quicksilver? Because the Marvel version's dead, but the Fox version... 
You know what would be really cool is if they zero out that shit? You know what's going to happen? Here's exactly what should happen. If they make the purchase of Fox and they get all the Marvel properties back, the only thing that should remain unaffected is Deadpool. Deadpool should know exactly what fucking happened. And he should reference it heavily, and he should say it to characters. I like and he, that. And he should he should be like, do you guys remember when we were owned by someone else, and now we live with a mouse? Like, what is happening here? What is going on? And and then everything else should be rebooted. Completely from scratch reboot. Yeah. Don't, you know, just ignore it. You know you what? You want to be cute? You bring in Hugh Jackman, and you let him make a cameo in the second Infinity War film, and have him show up out of a portal out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the reality like, gem's working overtime. Exactly, here. and like if you want to do that, you can use the reality gem for that and bring Hugh no. Jackman in, have him show up for two seconds, and have him bamp the fuck out. But I mean, other than that, reset, reset yeah. everything except the Deadpool universe. I, I, I would okay. I'd say do that first, but while they're at it, as long as Deadpool is still you know aware of the fourth wall and all this shit, I think there should be a couple of moments within this universe where like there's the hint of uh, the doppelganger effect happening through multiple castings <laughs> like happy meets up with um fucking foggy at some point or has like recollections of being a uh, daredevil's assistant at some point in his life and then captain america acts like a douche just off offhand one day <laughs> what's up bro how's it going just, just, I'm sorry, I don't know what that was. I, I, I was Mojo Riley. Uh, I would love it if they uh, so if they've they've got the Human Torch there and he goes flying by mm-hmm. and they just cut to like Cap and Tony standing there mm-hmm. and Cap's just shaking his head. And Tony's like, "What? What's what's wrong? I don't know. I just don't like that guy for some reason." That's, that's it. That's that's all. Just like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be cute. But this yeah. is fanboy horseshit. You know that. You know how that goes. Yeah. So yeah, it's so. A- so Mar- so so with with Disney uh, and it's not just the Marvel properties. Disney's talking of buying the Fox Network. Mm-hmm. So Fox and FX, yeah, which, which would mean the Simpsons would become a Disney property. Yeah, so that's that's fun with more fucking theme park horse shit that we gotta we gotta deal with. Like these contracts, man. Like <laughs> I, that can't really happen though because they already have ABC. That would be an FTC violation, wouldn't it? I mean, sorry, an FCC violation. I don't. That, uh, yeah, that is like a. They would have to work like resell Fox in some way, but keep. I don't know how they would do that because yeah, they cannot own two networks, especially right. two national networks. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Now, if it was two cable networks, obviously that'd be you know. Uh, uh, oh yeah, you could you could hold like fifty of them. No one cares. Not an issue. Yeah, that's, that's a moot point. But then we're dealing with like a federalized territory here. I don't think. Yeah, that would be an actionable uh, issue. <laughs> wow, well, I never thought about that. You know what, Disney. Have at it. See, uh, see how much, see how far that cash wave can carry your ass. In yeah. ten years, you and I and Jay, we're all going to work for Disney. <laughs> for uh, the record, that'd be cool. Lucasfilm. Yeah, I'm here. And honestly, I could work for a worse company, so I wouldn't really come off it stinking. Uh, I'll drive the monorail. <laughs> uh, I want to drive the monorail. No dibs. All right, well, you two fuckers your, fight over the monorail. It. I'm going to start. Uh, right, getting... uh, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Jungle... <laughs> <laughs> all right all right skipper dan you can have it i'm just gonna start getting the treehouse ready for the apocalypse that's all <laughs> that's where my interest lies that's a good idea that's a good idea yeah i'm gonna be uh, 70 so, by the time it finishes but so yeah there, there's there's right. an entire myriad of interesting things that could happen from this disney mm-hmm. buying fox because we've got disney owning the simpsons uh disney owning potentially owning the network that airs Lucifer, which is owned by the Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, so that's a DC property on a Marvel network. 
So it's just like, it's just sit back and pop some popcorn and watch this fucking cat's cradle just get tangled up. Yeah. Uh, wow. in, in 10 years, Disney's going to own everything anyway, so who cares? It's just... <laughs> <laughs> It's We're the most done. profitable place on earth. <laughs> pretty soon, pretty soon, these things are going to be your your federal ID, Disney <laughs> Magic Pants. Oh shit! What if you don't have one? Is it going to be like Metrics? Then you go to Disney Jail. Oh god! <laughs> it's well, your, it's the happiest need... jail on earth, so I guess it wouldn't be too bad. You need your multi pass. <laughs> multi pass. Yeah, everyone's heard that. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> so, uh, given as it is uh, December. And we are all fairly big Christmas nerds here. We wanted to do a little bit of a, uh, a Christmas uh, talk today. And this is uh, your chance Christmas. for Christmas with the Cretans. Uh, and this is something we've been talking about for a couple of months. And we've kind of uh, embarrassingly just settled on what we're going to talk about today. Despite the fact that we've been discussing <laughs> hey, it for a couple Hey, at least we got months. it before the deadline. That's true. That's true. Uh, so we're going to talk about uh, some of our favorite things. Um... Now, Bob, you had mentioned that we are not allowed to wear green today. Um, and is that something that we're going to have to wait to see the video version to find out why? I'll just say it, it's cold in here. Ah, okay. Gotcha. All right. It's all, it's so snowing over here, too. <laughs> and my balls are shrunk. So uh, I wanted to start off because uh, we're going to talk about some of our favorite things, uh, like warm rubber mittens and whiskers on kittens. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for chasing that phrase down. I, I was going to be like, but I have to go down to the convenience store. How am I going to? Warm rubber mittens on my little kitten. All right, we are going to talk about <laughs> That's what you right now it. our favorite I can't Chris. be the only one who's drinking. Um, I'm dr- guess, Oh, actually, guess, yeah. Keep I talking sweet about, tea. Keep talking about Christmas. I'm going to give this thing a shot here. Is this is this the thing? The Yulmust. Or Yulm... What? Hold it up to camera. Let's see that thing. Um, Yulmust. All right. I think... Uh, uh, can you read that right there? Christmas soda. Yep. Christmas Yulmus. soda. Traditional Yulmust. And I'm doing that for a very specific reason, um, but we'll get to that. All right. In a bit. So, so first and foremost, we are going to talk about. Uh, we're each going to give some of our favorite, favorite Christmas TV specials. Um, and uh, Bob, I'd like to start with you. What was your favorite Christmas TV special growing up? 1964, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Everyone loves that. It's too easy. I. What, what, is this actually a uh, TV special, or was this more of a movie? I, I'm really on the fence of which it is. Well, it was never released in theaters, so it's a TV special. I think it originally aired on CBS or ABC. CBS. So, so yeah, it is I think very, CBS has very, lifelong mm-hmm. rights. Very much a TV special. Okay, yeah. then, yeah. The original. The every the remakes they did after the suck. They're terrible. <laughs> oh, Rudolph and Baby New Year is good and creepy, though. No, no, not, I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking oh. like uh, they're, they're, they made they made an unofficial sequel where they couldn't actually say the name Rudolph in it. So like it wasn't Robbie rank- the Reindeer. It wasn't Rankin based. It wasn't the, the originators. No. no, it was stop motion and it was terrible. So you're talking about the one where nobody wants a Charlie in a box. <laughs> 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 yes, go with that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep. All right. So. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, that's, that's a classic, obviously. It's, uh, that, that noise will be in my brain. 
Yeah, his, his noise lighting up. Where it's just like, like just a uh, super clenched theater fart. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> my God, it's why my nose is red, Santa. <laughs> that doesn't explain the noise. Oh my lord. <laughs> So, so there's 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 definitely some stuff to unpack from that special. Now it it is a good special. Uh, Rudolph's dad was abusive, like right, not even up. not even kinda, just like mm-hmm. straight up like yeah. Now I'm blitzing and I'm a dick. Like, <laughs> now we're gonna make you wear a false nose that makes you sound stupid, and I'm gonna fucking threaten you. Like, yeah, and Santa didn't even square up with that asshole at the end, did he? No, he wouldn't have been like I named you Blitzen, but I'm changing your name to Dixon. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. No. Uh, his 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 mom obviously has some kind of case of Stockholm syndrome happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hermie the elf. His name is Hermie. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, poor Hermie. Uh, Yukon Cornelius was three sheets to the wind the entire time, <laughs> and and then they get the fucking bumble there, and what do they do? They drop a boulder on his head and rip all of his teeth out of his head. The teeth bit is what disturbed me the most. That was totally that. fucked up. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like, are these elves? Are these elves like from Singapore or what the? <laughs> Why are they digging into his gums? That's torture in some uh, some scenarios. In like all literally scenarios. <laughs> yes, in all scenarios, it would be. I mean, specifically, some parts of you know various skirmishes that have happened you know abroad in uh, you know. Uh, sorry, history books. I mm-hmm. don't have any near me right now. Um, yeah, shooting like little sticks or whatever up into people's gums and then like yanking their teeth out is uh, uh, right. Not uh, um, not frowned upon too much by the Geneva Convention. So, yeah, why the bumble? What did he? I mean, he was terrifying, sure, but he didn't ask for that. Um, oh. And I'd hate to meet the elf that proposed that as an idea for punishment oh, shit, for this. You thing. know that was Hermie. Was <laughs> waterboarding not an issue? Well, no, uh, everything's frozen up there. Too you much can't ice. waterboard. Right, yeah. You can't waterboard. <laughs> there, you, there you go. So, I mean, like the the thing that gets me is they do this, and they don't even have the the common courtesy to put him under. Mm-hmm. Like they don't numb his gums or anything. It's just like knock his ass out, rip the shit out of his fucking head, mm-hmm. and then, by the way, we're gonna make him our Christmas slave and have him put <laughs> the star up on top of the tree at the end, uh, because that's how the Santa do. You know, it's like. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a deeply fucked up show. It's wonderful, and I love it, and I can't wait to watch it again this year. It's fucked yeah. up, and it's wonderful. But it's fucked up. Yeah. But it wouldn't be a 1960s Christmas special without it being fucked up, and that's going to lead me to mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, two guesses as to what mine is. Frosty. That would be the year without a Santa Claus. Yeah, uh, the year where Santa has had enough of your shit and is not delivering presents, uh, and basically what happens is it's left to Mrs. Claus to convince Santa to deliver the presents to the good girls and boys of the world, and of course we have the wacky misadventures of the elves and the Miser Brothers, Heat and Snow, mm-hmm. who have a fight and cause all kinds of crazy ass climate change throughout the world mm-hmm. and things are melting when they should be f- when they should be frozen things are freezing when it should be hot and it is just all kinds of weird but it does give me the greatest christmas song ever 
Yeah. With the 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 Miser Brothers. Uh, but let's 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 not ignore the fact that this is also a just a deeply fucking weird Christmas special as all these stop motion ones were. Yeah. Um it's just it's a hot mess of of just shoddy animation which I mean is is honestly a a, a miraculous thing that they do. Mm-hmm. But you know, Santa takes a step and then freezes and then picks back up and moves really quickly, and it's just like, yeah, we didn't clean this up in post. I mean, I'm, I mean, granted, I'm, I'm spoiled now by being in the year 2017, but Santa's stuttering. It, it's, it's, it's so bad. And and who thought it was a good idea to make a Christmas special where Santa says, "No, fuck the children. I'm not helping this year." <laughs> like, like, what? Who approved that? Like, how did that get past past concepts to yes, air that right now? That's well, what hold children on, want. Mrs. Claus. You knew that about me when we started dating. No kids. <laughs> Santa needs a break. I don't care if you withhold. I'm out of here. Ho, so, ho, fuck it. <laughs> ho, ho, no. Uh, so, Corey, what would your favorite Christmas special be? Uh, anything oh, Frosty the Snowman. I, um, frosty? What's up? Frosty? Anything frosty, yeah. Uh, because I really like the uh, the character design and the animation in those cartoons, save for the one that came out in, like, the 2000s, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where John Goodman was the voice. Uh, that one was awful. Oh, it was awful? Well, I kind of liked it, actually. Uh, but uh, that was frosty the... Frosty Returns, I think. Uh, frosty Returns, that could have been it. I don't remember because I saw it, like, back in 2006 or seven or something like that, and I haven't had TV since I moved out. You know, of your house. Um, but <laughs> um, I always like those. Um, mainly because, I mean, with the exception of the Charlie Brown Christmas special, of course. And that's, I think that's kind of one of those things that's like just taken as tradition. If you live on this continent. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. The Rankin Bay stop motion ones, they freaked me the fuck out when I was little. Like, you were talking about, like, the rough quality of the animation. There was... I mean, you could attribute it to the Uncanny Valley, but they didn't stop at just having a valley. They drilled through straight to the core of the fucking planet and out through the other side where even the Chinese were going, no, this is all wrong. This, is, <laughs> <laughs> this, this isn't even something that you see after you hit your head really hard on a, on a stop sign. Um, <laughs> it's like, I, I've never seen that you were that a Santa Claus, so I can't really speak for that one. Um, but like the bumble walking around... And the center of gravity always being off kilter. And by this uh-huh. point, I was start, starting to get, like, my drawing legs. So a lot of this shit started make, started not making sense to me at a very, like, deep level, too. Everything about those cartoons just struck me as, like, I don't know. Just a dream that you keep waking up in and out of. And you're looking at, you're looking at different, like, micro slices of motion. It was, they're, they're not just trippy. They're fucking freak shows. So when I was a kid... And especially if there was anything monstrous that showed up on those things, I was like, I had to leave the fucking room. Like, I was gone. They they remind me of, like, the, the movement cadence from, like, The Ring. Where it's like, <gasps> oh, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't like that. No, when she comes out of the TV. Yeah. And it's, it's, and it's just not Samara. It's everybody in those goddamn things. Yeah. yeah. Except Yukon Cornelius. Like, he had, like, consistent walking because he just had little stubby feet. So he just kind of waddled. Oh, that's so it was true. easy to just kind of rock him back and forth where he was going. It was like so it looked right, natural that, with him. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like, oh, that 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 looks like how my grandpa walks. That works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was consistent in his limited capabilities. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. There was a weird fetish of his with licking the pickaxe. I never quite got that. But. <laughs> 
nothing. Ex- what are you tasting for? Like, <laughs> except for tetanus. Wasn't he, wasn't he mining for tinsel? Like, or, it's like. <laughs> yeah. Wait. No. Silver. Silver and gold. That was the. That was the song. But yeah, how that, does that was the one Burl Ives did? Uh, yep. Right. Because when does... he was the snowman. Yeah. But tasting the pickaxe. I think that was a separate kink. I'm not quite sure that had anything to do with his. Uh, I occupation. think that's where he kept his meth. <laughs> uh how about uh specific like uh s- like sitcom episodes that were christmas christmas themed anything there bob i didn't really dig those those seemed like <sighs> whenever a, a, a very special or christmas episode would come on of any show even a show i like i'm like all right what else because i i Oh, gee, they all learn a lesson, and they all celebrate something that's not Christmas, but it's it's Christmas. Very 80s TV, that, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, 80s, 90s, it's been done for a long, since the 60s. Probably not. I Love Lucy probably did something like that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not really a big fan of when uh, TV shows do Christmas, because it's all exactly the same. And they all, all of them do, like, some kind of spinoff of A Christmas Carol. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm gonna pick up your Grumps giving there, and I will I will give two. Grumpy Bob is uh, in on this I, I week's give, a very special Christmas blossom. Joey I, I, gets butt blasted by a mall elf. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I I will give uh, a Thanksgiving episode that uh, is is one of my absolute favorites, and I will give a Christmas episode that Bob. I think even you. We'll have to admit is an excellent Christmas episode. Hit me. All right. So first, Thanksgiving uh, would be the slaps giving episode of How I Met Your Mother, uh, <laughs> because that is twenty-two of the best minutes I've ever spent watching a sitcom. Um, it's if you've never seen it, Bob, it is worth watching just that episode uh, because the, you actually you really need to watch. Th- that whole series for that to really pay off. Well, there's there's five slap episodes, right? That yeah, right. Supplant the whole but the, slap arc. But, but the final slaps giving episode <laughs> is just a thing of television beauty. It is it's absolutely marvelous. Now was know, this I, a real episode? Was this like a Drew Carey Pig Latin episode? Or oh something? no no no! This is a real episode. There there was there was none of those on on How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, it was it was all. This this was built over five separate seasons up to this this culmination of this final episode. How I Met Your Mother was very comfortable in its skin as a sitcom. Yep, that's one of the things that impressed me about it. Yep, um, it knew it it knew what it was and it was cool with it. Yep. <laughs> um, um, uh, as for, uh, so, let me let me give the one that I think Bob will like uh-huh. real quick. Uh, the one Bob I think you even have to admit is a great Christmas episode of a of a of a classic sitcom would be. The very first episode of The Simpsons. Ah, uh, god damn it! Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Suck my balls. That was right. Yeah, it was the very first episode of The Simpsons. We've got it's like one of our si- partner cod podcasts is like shaking their monitors right now. Notice, notice. Miles is going nuts right now. <laughs> Specifically, his left-handed mon- his left-handed monitor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ned would sell that at the left forum. Uh, it's uh. Yeah, I'm making Simpsons references. Yeah. How you doing, Miles? Uh, <laughs> it was uh, where we met Santa's little helper. It was uh, it really set the tone for the entire series, um, and I think that was kind of the first groundwork where uh, the show just that was the first episode I ever saw. I mean, I'd seen a couple of the shorts on the Tracy Ullman show, but it wasn't anything that really stuck with me. But that was a big deal. Like I remember sitting down with my mom and my stepdad. 
up in Fall River and watching that when it debuted. Like, that was that was a big deal. That was fun. And nobody freaked Fair out enough. when Bart said sucks. Nope. Not in your house anyway. In my house. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. First time he, he said that, it's like everyone's like, all right, you're not watching this you're anymore. You're not watching <laughs> okay. this. Okay. Can you believe that that's actually some shit that went down back in the day? You're not yeah. watching The Simpsons. The Simpsons is too hard. Yep. Uh-huh. Bart right. Simpson is the devil. Well, okay. Prepare yourself for the next 25 years <laughs> of TV. Just wait till NYPD Blue comes on. You gotta see Dennis Franz's naked ass on your television. Well, at least Shit it's happens. a drama. <laughs> like, the fact that it was a cartoon just made it so much worse for, yep. in, in certain people's eyes. I, 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 I've never understood that. Me either. Then again, I yeah, watched these are the some... same people who grew up on watching Fred Flintstone sell them cigarettes. <laughs> yes, but make they're... sure you buy new Winston. <laughs> they're smooth. <laughs> That's right, Fred. They're fucking great. Hey, Fred! It just cost something up into the sink. It looks a bit like that shit you find on the roof of your house. <laughs> Well, Bonnie, that's just nature's car. We could use that to seal our pipes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Christmas episodes, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah go, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> the Flintstones have cancer, everybody. Cancer, cancer, cancer. That's what killed the cavemen. Um, <clears throat> yes, Winston I, um... cigarettes killed the cavemen. <laughs> no, it was the reckless... Winston, we got a real good thing. <laughs> Uh, thank you, George. Thank you for that one. Um, I've got two Christmas episodes. Uh, I'm going to stay short okay. on one because you didn't ask for two. You asked for one. I um, but I don't know if anybody really here uh, here really uh, uh, watches uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-mm. No, okay. Um, the first season of It's Always Sunny is kind of like considered to be like uh, where the most growth occurred because it was just the four guys that were assholes, and then uh, Caitlin Olsen had to play the straight person to him. And then in about the middle of that season, they all started getting in on the action because I I I think one of them I think one of the screenwriters was like this is pretty fucking imbalanced. Let's kind of go all in if we're gonna do this. Um, and then afterwards, uh, the show just kind of kept escalating and reveling, and it's like button pushing sort of uh, behaviors, and that's what it was for a long time. Somebody says something outlandish, and then another person to try to make money. Frank sells a couple of people or something silly like that. Um, the first, um, no, the Christmas uh, episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia was uh, was the first episode where you begin to realize that these people aren't just, like, uh, dangerously narcissistic. They're, they're, they're fucking monsters. They're straight-up fucking monsters. And that half of the comedy that you're watching in this show is actually just the lead-up to a horror movie that does not feature a climactic murder scene. It's just all the way up until at least in Friday the 13th, you know, Jason's like, you know what? You guys have had enough. You're dead. Now the people in this, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. They're just that before the killing. So in this, in this, um, in this episode, uh, Charlie goes to a mall. Uh, somehow he like learns or falls underneath the, um, idea that like a mall Santa banged his mom. And then he becomes so enraged at the mall Santa. That's at the mall that he's at, which had nothing to do with, whatever his mom's up to that he assaults the mall or the Santa, not the entire mall. Cause that would be absurdist. Um, and, uh, he bites off his ear <laughs> 
And the uh, the money shot of the entire episode is seeing Charlie Day screaming face front into a camera, a la Leon the Professional, with an ear in his mouth and blood draped down his chin, wild-eyed and fucking just rage-stricken, while the Santa underneath him is grabbing at his and screaming his own ass off. And the first, and you're supposed to be laughing at this. And the first time I ever saw this was like. What is happening? <laughs> and then I had to. Not just that was your. <laughs> I I laughed about it maybe two days later because the shock wore off. But that was the first time I ever got a really good feel for what "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" is truly about. It's it's just it's just an Italian horror movie where there's laughs pouring in on top of the you know just appalling rest of it. Um, so I that's imagine one. that was the introduction for you to. Any cut that was to that the series. true introduction. Like, there's four more seasons before that actually happens, but that was where it all comes home to you. And you're like, okay, well, if I'm laughing at this show, it means I'm doing I'm doing so at the expense of my soul, and uh, that's okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, my favorite uh, Christmas episode out of anything was probably the uh, Chris Carter uh, X Files episode, uh, where uh, Lily Tomlin and Ed Asner guest star as uh, mischievous ghosts that play pranks on the Scully and Mulder and try to get him to smooch by the end. And it was a Chris Carter uh, funny episode, so it the jokes didn't really land. But we did get to hear Mulder make like a fart joke. And um, <laughs> and that's not something that Mulder uh, that's not that's not Mulder's way necessarily. And uh, seeing like them out of their element and seeing Ed Asner and Lily Tomlin bounce off of each other is really cool too. Um, and that's mm. one I really enjoyed. God, I thought I'd have more to say about that than fucking It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh well. As, there was also there was uh, one more for me. There was a particular episode of Leverage that I really liked, where um, it it basically ends up that uh, the the Leverage gang is being sent to uh, pull a con on uh, Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall, who who oh, owns a mall. This sounds magnificent. Oh, it is spectacular. And uh, basically, what what ends up is it's uh, it's a Will Wheaton episode where Chaos is there, and he's he's the actual main villain. And uh, the gang finds out who it is, and uh, it is you finding out at the end how much stuff you missed as Nate is playing chess fifteen moves ahead of everyone else, <laughs> um, and uh, getting the money back and saving Christmas, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Parker's dressed as a elf, and it's it's great. It's a really it's it's really good. I don't want to say too much more because I, I don't want to spoil it. But good because I just wrote that down. I'm gonna try to chase that down tonight after we get yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's worth it. It's very good. Excellent. Uh, let's move on now. Uh, let's go to movies. Bob, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Ooh, we're gonna have a lot of the same ones here. I wrote down a couple of movies. Uh, okay. Not thinking I'd go first, so I'm probably gonna steal somebody else's. That's fine. Um. So I'm going to go with one that I'm sure that, the well, more than likely you guys don't have, and that would be 1983's Mickey's Christmas Carol. No, I remember that one. I do, too. That was very good. Yeah. Yes. That's early that time one, memories. I think that was, like, the first holiday movie I remember, aside from the Santa Claus movie, which I think was, like, a year or two later. Is that the one but with Dudley Moore? Yeah. Oh that was, I think, I think that was 85. Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. But I think Mickey's Christmas Carol was the first one I was I ever recall seeing, and the animation is perfect. It's uh-huh. incredibly good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they spent they took their time with this, obviously. Yeah. And you know it's you know the story, but you know 
Pete as uh, the the ghost of Christmas future, I thought was perfect. It fits perfectly. Oh, with yeah. the, with a big robe and the cigar. Back when, <laughs> yeah. Pete, back, back when Pete still smoked. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it was a, Goofy was Bob Clanchett. Bob, yeah, he was he was Bob uh, Bob Cratchit. Cratchit, yeah. Um, trying to remember who else. Donald was an asshole. I think because that's yeah. Donald. <laughs> Yeah. No wait, uh, no. He Donald was a um, Nazi. Uh, no, Donald was his nephew because that's that's how it works. Because oh. because Scrooge was. Oh yeah 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 he was yes. No Goofy wasn't uh, Cratchit. He was uh, Jacob Marley, the Ghost of Marley. Yeah, that's or, right. Yeah, yeah. Mickey, right. Mickey was Cratchit. That's I'm getting the names confused. Yes, that's that's all correct. Bound by chain, Scrooge. <laughs> um, you just mentioned it because of the Santa Claus movie, and I'm like, I gotta see that again. It's like so weird and horrendous. Uh, <laughs> John Lithgow fucking ate the screen up in that movie, and he was so glorious for it. For free! So good. And so bad. Um, uh, I'll go next then. Um, my favorite Christmas movie, uh, or one of my favorite Christmas movies, because it can change year after year, uh, is kind of along the same lines, Bob. It is uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, oh, okay. We have uh, good old Michael Caine. Uh, he's <laughs> a Scrooge, and he's very affable, and he interacts with all the Muppets, and it's fucking just marvelous. And it uh, has another one of my favorite Christmas songs on it uh, with Last Sleep Till Christmas, or One More Sleep Till Christmas. Um, and that is, uh, that is my traditional, it's time for bed. Uh, this is, this is the last song I'm listening to before Christmas day. So that is, uh, Aww. just, it's, yeah, I'm a fucking dork, man. I love Christmas. It's my favorite oh. holiday. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's, that's mine. Muppet Christmas Carol. And it, um, so we've guessed, uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol and a Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, <laughs> Which Christmas Carol do you want, Corey? Are, I, are we going, are we going, are we with, going? A live-action version? See, yeah, because I remembered it. And the re- I don't know what the recall was that when Bob started talking about Mickey's Christmas Carol, the first thing I thought of was, like, because you guys are used to how my mind works all of a sudden, whenever whenever anything triggers it, it just goes in all goddamn directions at once. And you guys are used to this, but anybody watching this is not, although I'm guessing that they're maybe getting the idea by now. Um, when you mentioned that, I tried to remember earlier, when I was trying to remember uh, who played Scrooge in the Black and White Christmas Carol, Alistair Sim, goddammit. Mm. And then I remembered, but that's not the one I liked. That's not the first one. Because there was a movie, a version of The Christmas Carol, that always fucking sent it back home to me because all of my relatives were usually over at the house whenever it aired. And it was George C. Scott as Scrooge, or Scrooge, in The Christmas Carol. And I remember everything about that movie from... <laughs> Except for who directed it. But uh, <laughs> I remember everything about that movie from, like, the sets to, like, the fucking superimposed face over the uh, the, the giant door knocker on the front of um, Scrooge's Flats um, to, the, uh, to the really hairy, jolly dude that played the Ghost of Christmas Present. And for some reason, he was always scarier to me than the Ghost of Christmas Future was in that movie. I don't know why. Now, the other part of me wants to be like, all right, you know Scrooge is your favorite because you got to watch it every year, of course. And yeah. you love, like, the psychotronic production values of it and the dark humor underlying the entire thing. But I'm like, okay. And Bobcat Goldthwait. And Bobcat Goldthwait. He called you a flatulating butthead. Um, <laughs> um, and, um, oh, and uh, fucking what's-his-face, wasn't it? Um, uh, Buster uh, Poindexter. I'm sorry? Buster Poindexter. Buster Poindexter. Uh, uh, fucking Glover. Who, I, um not Donald Glover. He's way too young for that role. <laughs> <Danny>? <laughs> it's not Crispin Glover because he's way Crisp- too sane for that role. Um, 
the guy that did the voice of Riddler. You know what I'm talking about. He doesn't get a, he doesn't get a lot oh, of work uh, anymore. Jason, 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 Jason Glover. Uh, is it Jason Glover? Pretty sure. Well, he's a Glover. Anyway, um, yeah. So stellar cast for Scrooge, but you, everyone always says Scrooge or Crucifixion, and those are just kind of a given because we're '80s kids, and that's the way it is. Yeah. But I feel like not enough people have seen the George C. Scott uh, version of A Christmas Carol, and that one has always been the definitive version for me. Okay. Yeah. I will agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, another old one that I really love watching is the 1947 Miracle on 49th Street. I love that one more than 30, the 34th? more recent one. Yeah, 34th Street. Okay, yeah. Because 49th Street, something else happens over there. Those miracles are very <laughs> short-lived. And they kind Can of, I say 49? You did. 49th Street, yeah. Um, they also cost about 20 per an hour. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. Blowjobs. That's true. Well. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Snow jobs. <laughs> Thank you. That's the way to keep it in theme. Damn it. Why didn't I think of that? Mm. Um... I, I was going to go with Christmas Vacation or Scrooge, but since mm-hmm. Corey has taken those off the table, uh, I'm going to go a little bit uh, non-traditional. Uh, Gremlins. Gremlins is one of my favorites. Oh, oh that's a good uh, call. I thought, you already, uh, I thought you already set him up at Christmas Carol, though. I, I did. I was just going to keep going. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, sure. Let's, let's just talk Christmas movies. Maybe more shit to remember. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Um, yeah. Uh, Gremlins is uh, one of my favorites. Uh, Gremlins is a good uh, light horror film. Mm-hmm. And uh, takes place during the Christmas season, and it is not the the absolute psychedelic mindfuck that is Gremlins Two, the new oh. batch, uh, but it is uh, it is wonderful all the same. Um, Which also has Glover in it. That's true. That's yeah. very true. Dude was everywhere back and, in the and, and and Robert Picardo. Uh, who uh, oh, makes out with the girl gremlin? That's which is right. Just, uh, uh. Because it was a Joe Dante <laughs> movie, it had to have Robert Picardo and um, uh, what's the Dick. Um, Buckus. Dick Miller. <laughs> no, not Dick Buckus. And I just wanted to say the name. Dick Miller, yeah. <laughs> What's a Dick Miller? No, oh, it's a guy that mills dicks. I don't know. All right, so who who has Die Hard on their list? Everyone loves Die Hard. Yeah, it's it's a Christmas movie. It's not yeah. a Christmas movie. It's, it's a- I refuse to call that a Christmas music. Really? You're taking you're taking the stand, huh? Yeah, I'll I'll be that guy. I'll okay. I'll, I'll stay there. That's and say, good because no, right no. now there's not enough that guy. I agree. Yeah, that's you see it at least once on your Facebook every year. You know what's the best Christmas movie? Die Hard. Bet you didn't think about all that shit, broski. It's like shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Degaff. Hey, Cretans, hope you're enjoying the holiday special Nerd or Not podcast. We did go a little long, and we felt that if we were to cut out anything for time, it would devalue the podcast as a whole. So we're going to take a break now and continue this in part two of our discussion of some of our favorite Christmas memories. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll continue this in part two of the Nerd or Not podcast.